Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Neil Haley Show's ProVision Brokerage Celebrity Segment. We're excited to welcome the program. First of all, Eric Couch. Eric, how are you? And we're in, we see you're in your office, but yeah. you are a huge fan of the show. I'm a huge show. fan. A huge yes. fan. Everyone's a huge fan. I saw the last thing they talked about when they were covering certain things, talking about happy days in, um, on TV lately. So it's like, you know, he's always plastered everywhere, this guest. So go ahead and introduce him. Well, I'm a fan on Sundays, Mondays, really any happy day, right? Uh, today we've got Don Most, also known as Ralph Mouth, um, you know, loves to talk and we got a smiler here and we're going to have a blast and just a great conversation. Absolutely, Eric. So, Don, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you. That's good to be with both of you. Thank you. Yeah. And Don, Don and I are starting to be, develop this friendship, right? Trying to have different theme-based shows. Eric really takes it towards the family in this theme when he co-hosts with me, and he'll ask some really interesting questions about legacy and, and motivation and everything, and his business is all based on that. And as I said, you guys are both performers. He was a you're a music major, right, Eric? In college? Eric? I was uh, in college. I was a vocal performance major and singing and dancing in theater. And, uh, and then I grew up, my, you know, my dad and granddad were both college football players in baseball. And uh, oh. I figured I would do the same. And then I, I took a turn and, and went in music and singing and being in shows and just loved it. Met my bride and we just celebrated 20 years. And somehow along the way got into uh, insurance and, and doing retirement planning and, you know, but yeah, awesome. all kinds of fun stuff. All right. Yeah, I know you have a first question you want to ask Don. Well, yeah. So, I mean, tell me, tell me about happy days. Like there, there's a million questions, but how did you get into that? How did that start off? Well, I, you know, I grew up in, in, Brooklyn, New York, and from a very young age, I, I started pursuing uh, the acting, singing kind of thing. I was going to a school on, on I was going to regular, you know, junior high and, and um, high school, but I went on the weekends, I would go into Manhattan to take the subway to a school that specialized with young teenagers and kids for singing and acting and dancing, that sort of thing. And, yeah. um, and so I, I was really into it, especially music. I loved the great American songbook, even at that age and jazz and, and the jazz standards. And I actually wound up getting a pick from that school to be in this nightclub review when I was 14, 15 years old. And uh -huh. I was singing during that summer up in the Catskill Mountains, a resort area upstate New York that had a lot of entertainment, all these hotels with nightclubs. So I was doing that when I was like 14, 15 one summer. And then I shifted my focus into acting, uh, much more into a serious acting class in New York yeah. after that summer. And started getting through that, through that school. I met a woman who was, became my manager and started going out on a lot of auditions and uh, doing a lot of TV commercials in New York. It was, that was a big, it still is in New York. And yeah. um, uh, L.A. after my junior year in college, I was supposed to just go for the summer. Uh, but I started making some connections and, and going on auditions and getting some parts. And, and I wound up staying in L.A. I didn't go back for my senior year. I figured I'd take some time off. 
And then um, eventually it led, I got landed some more parts and then led to me auditioning uh, for Happy Days, uh, a slew of auditions and then a screen yeah. test. And, and then after the screen test, um, you know, they, I got offered uh, a role. So uh, that's how that happened, uh, in, in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> now, and you were there for all 11 seasons, right? Like, there, nope. weren't there 11 seasons of it? Yeah, but I was only there the first seven. The first Ron, seven. Yeah, Ron Howard and I left after the seventh season. Our contracts were up and uh, for various reasons. He, he wanted to really pursue directing. And, and um, yeah. I, I felt it was, I'd been playing this one character for seven seasons. And, and I wasn't really like the character to begin with. And yeah. I, I, I didn't want to get stuck you know, uh, sort of in that role, because typecasting right. was a very real kind of a syndrome, more yeah. so back, back then when there were only three networks. There was, yeah. no, was no Netflix, there was no cable, yeah. there was no, no internet. So, you know, so it was a more, you were more prone to getting associated mm -hmm. with a character uh, as opposed to today where there's so many different shows and, you know, right. you, don't have, you don't have 50 million people watching you every Tuesday night, like we did. You might yeah. a big show now will have five million people. You know, yeah. That that's the interesting thing. You talk about so many people watching. I couldn't imagine that, especially that time. There's not many choices, right? Don at all at that time. Yeah. For well, and you, you just you know, there's so many. Yeah, you're I absolutely mean, typecasting because I mean, the reality is when I works. when I heard your name, and I immediately went to Ralph Mount. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been doing a lot of other things, you know, over the years. And, of course, people are still going to remember me from Happy Days. But uh, a lot of new things have been happening, a lot of really good things, films films, and, some, and television and theater and my music. So, um, you know, it's, gonna ch it's changing. It's, it's opening up in, in new ways now, which is great. Yeah. Absolutely. So what was what was your uh you know we'll we'll jump to some stuff but you know we've got to obviously cover you know happy days so w was there uh was there a favorite moment or a favorite character or story you know or something that happened behind the scenes that you still think back to and laugh and just you know I'm, some of the memories like, from back then there were so many you know there, there's so many wonderful memories and there's not like one thing that stands out for me what what really stands out for me is, you know, how great we all got along, yeah. how we loved working together and, and all the conversations we would have, you know, in between setups, in between uh, during, you know, uh, before we would shoot, uh, in between shooting, um, the camaraderie, the family type atmosphere that we had. Mm. Um, that's what I really remember and have such fun. I, I have great memories of, shooting episodes too but 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 it was so um enriched with with that other element which was great and and um and wonderful collaboration a very vibrant creative uh you know collaborative energy that was that was there on the set and then when you talked about all those different characters what about the fawns what do you think of when you think of the fawns especially work with them but also just the the gimmick the the character in so many ways yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call say, use gimmick in in describing 
in describing that at all. I, I mean, Henry was a, is, was, and is a wonderful actor, serious actor, you know, yeah. who went to the Yale Drama School for his masters and, and um, was nothing like that character, but was beautiful, uh, a genius kind of inspiration on his part, to how he created that character. And I saw it evolve. I saw it in real time evolve. And it was just brilliant stuff that he did to create that. I mean, it, be, it became more gimmicky later on, but that was, I, I think that was more of a result of sort of the network um, going to the well too often saying, uh, oh, give us more of that. You know, oh, it was great when right. he snapped his fingers. And, so then they start, you know, they were like asking for more and more, and, and it became a little bit ridiculous, you know. Uh, then it became more gimmicky. But yeah. that was a result of, of them, you know, thinking, oh, that works, so let's do it more and bigger, you know. And sometimes that's not a good idea. Yeah. Not at well, yeah. all. Hey, keep it, keep it chill. Um, which, was, which was the whole persona, right? Building these, building these larger-than-life personalities as as you've got the cool funs and then you've got ralph that's just fun like your character was just fun anytime you were around we're gonna be smiling we're gonna be laughing um and it's just hopefully you know, yeah. everybody brought but what's wild is you know i mean how long has happy days been off the air well you know it's never really been off in terms of the original right. uh the original programming uh, the the last season for them was 1984, I believe. Yeah. So so yeah, that's that's a long time ago. 84, so 15. To, was that 35 years ago or something? 35 like that. years, and yet my kids love watching Happy Days. Right when oh, they were right. kids, and you know when they were when they were children, and and just looking for something that was that was family friendly, that was funny, oh. right? Um, yeah. you know, because we have to be so careful with what we allow our kids, uh, to see these days and yeah. we can go back to happy days and shows like that. And we know that our, it's totally fine and our kids are going to watch it and love it. And of course, you know, they, with mine, it was father's knows best. And then the Andy Griffith show and, but then they get into to happy days and it's like, man, I don't ever have to worry about if they're watching <laughs> a show that, that something's going to pop up that I'm going to have to explain later. Right. Right. Yeah, um, it's true. I mean, we have, when I've gone around the country for sometimes, you know, uh, personal appearances or different events and sh uh, shows, that's one of the, the biggest comments I get is uh, pe people and parents will say, you know, it was a show that we could watch with the family and there aren't too many like that. And, and, and you know, it was all these different generations that would be, it would be yeah. parents with their kids or their grandparents as well watching it with them and that they could share it as a family and um they and they said we loved that about it and we wish there were more shows like that and, and um so yes I, we're we were very proud of of that more so now probably when i was in my 20s i don't know if i appreciated that as much or understood how the importance of that as much because yeah. Um, but now, you know, I, I, I get it. I really see that and, and it, see how, how much that meant to people. Yeah. And that whole, it the whole envisionary thing of the show, such a big part of it. And, uh, it's it just the, the characters, all that stuff, Eric, is what 
really makes, uh, you know, the show what it is. And Don, that's the thing what I was talking about before is how, what you learned from that family, from everyone, every one of the characters, every one of your cast. You learned so much from each one of them that you take today, right? right? And so much, wouldn't you say? Um, well, I, I certainly learned from the people I worked with. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. an incre- it was an incredible cast. And, and behind the scene, you know, our producer, our, the, the creator of the show and the exec producer, Gary Marshall, yeah. who was a, he was a comic genius. And, and uh, getting to, to be up close in person, you know, working intimately with, with him and our, and our director, Jerry Parrish, who was fantastic. He had done all the, he had, he had directed uh, most of the old Dick Van Dyke shows and, and he yeah. played the next door neighbor, Jerry Helper. And he, he was like, uh, they were both real mentors to us. Um, and then, but then, you know, me here, I am working with Ron Howard, who I grew up with, you know, watching him on Andy Griffith show and movies and all uh, kinds of stuff. And, and, and Tom Bosley, who I, I seen in movies and knew, you know, he won the Tony on Broadway for Fiorello. And um, and then and then meeting Henry and Anson and getting to and Marion um, and Aaron it was an amazing cast so yeah I I used to stick around like I remember especially in the first season uh, you know we were not always shooting in front of an audience the first two years we shot it like a movie in the first two seasons so um, you know you'd shoot a scene and then maybe you wouldn't be in the in the scene for another several hours then you'd be in another scene. And maybe I'd be done for the day and it would be early. Well, I used to stick around and just watch because, you know, I, I I didn't want to leave. I wanted to watch Tom and Marion and Ron and, and, you know, in their scenes. And then I'd want to watch Anson and and Ron or Henry in in their scenes. Uh, So I, I remember Tom would look up at me and see me. He knew I was done for the day and he'd see me sitting off to the side watching and he goes, what are you doing? Go home. You're done. You know, you're done. I'm going, I don't want to go home. I want to watch. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's fun. So and it was fun. And, but I, I was really, you know, definitely absorbing, taking it all in and, and, you know, learning about the process too. Cause I had done some guest roles on TV before that and a lot of commercials, but this was, this was a different kind of thing. And, and, and I, 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 I was, you know, wanted to take it all in. I loved being there and, and, and being a part of it, even as an observer. Right. So, so question, you know, the people, the people want to know, uh, does Ralph the Mouth still got it? <laughs> well, I, I'll go by what other people tell me. And um, there's been a lot of uh, affirmations of that lately you know, with people see they're seeing, um, cause I'll be posting on Facebook and, we're going to have a great part two of this interview. Part one was phenomenal. Don, I mean, just to hear about his just experiences with the happy days. But I know you have some new things you want to talk to him in part two when we, re- we go ahead and schedule that interview because you did some research finding out about some of his entrepreneurship and some of the other mm-hmm. things that you want to delve into, right. a legacy question. But where can people find information on you and find out more info on you? Where can we go? Well, you know, there's a handful of places we can go. Our company website is provisionbrokerage.com, P-R-O-V-I-S-I-O-N-B-R-O-K-E-R-A-G-E.com. Or you can go to 
uh, facebook.com slash Eric Couch. And you'll see a picture of me, E-R-I-C-C-O-U-C-H. Just like the furniture, I think that's how Billy Madison passed the third grade, is felon couch. So, um, yeah, you find me online and, and love chatting. And you're going to be traveling again soon, right? A little bit of a trip. You're making another little trip. Well, we just we just had our 20th wedding anniversary and went to Yellowstone and, and Tetons and all of that and had an absolute blast. It's been closed all summer. The animals were everywhere. We saw grizzlies and and uh, elk and moose and bison and all of the. I mean, it was it was amazing. Um, and then later next month. I'll be speaking at AT&T um, just about communication and, and retirement planning and some things like that. Uh, and then a handful of other speaking engagements throughout the year. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, everyone needs to check you out. Look forward to our next big celebrity interview. You can check them out in all the different places. It's available all over the place and uh, look forward to launching the podcast as well with all of our great interviews we've done so far uh, regarding just that legacy and some of the guests that have told us the legacy. So I appreciate it. Legacy and influence. Absolutely. I love it. And that's the important things. If you're truly living a life that is purpose driven, it needs to be legacy and influence in so many ways to, to get reach the most people. So take care, Eric. Thanks, Neil. All right. Bye-bye. You'll listen to Neil Haley's show. We'll be back in just a moment. 